Smith Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. 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 Distraction. What is going on, everybody? It is Will, host of Distraction Podcast. This is the podcast where we teach you about the history and details behind some everyday overlooked thing that we all use and experience all the time, but don't know much about. And this week, we are going to talk about antiperspirant and deodorant. On Facebook, Chris wanted to know, uh, where did antiperspirant and deodorant come from? I've never really thought about it. And this week, we're going to explain to you the history and origins of antiperspirant and deodorant. So the first deodorant was um, commercialized, uh, trademarked in 1888. Now, uh, history has shown that there have been people deodorizing their own bodies since the Egyptian times. The Egyptians used to put scented wax in their armpits, and uh, in the medieval times, they would uh, use fragrance to cover up their stank. Uh, but the first time that something was marketed as a commercialized deodorant was in 1888. Now, that's different from antiperspirant, and I will tell you before we get started the definition between deodorant and antiperspirant. Hello, hello there, Bobby. Uh, How's it going? My name's Will. Yeah, I'm not Bobby. Oh, oh, there's two of you. There's a Will. Yeah, and a actually, Bobby. this is my studio, this so is I don't nice. know. I don't. Where's this I've Bobby? Always, I've always wanted to be in in the middle of a a Billy sandwich. What the but, fuck? What yeah, is a, this is good. <laughs> I'm not gonna put you in a sandwich. Oh my god, man. this is a stank sandwich. Steak sandwich? Stank. Stank sandwich. Oh, like stinky. St- yeah. Okay. I'm well, not. I, I wore deodorant okay. this morning. I shouldn't. And showered. I shouldn't be stinky. No, we don't. We don't. I don't. Where's this Billy you're talking about? I, 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 there's a third? Oh, this is a great. This oh, is God. a triple deck. I said a different name, this didn't is, I? Not, you said Bobby, so didn't you? Good. A Bobby Billy. I don't. Oh, know, I just, ma'am, it, what are you looking for here? Well, I just need to find a, a reason to get rid of your stank here. And let's. Oh, I've got this candle. So let me just wax that down and okay. spread that all over you. What? Do, I, mm. This is some sort of S and M thing. I feel like I'm in a dungeon mm. right now. Uh, uh, ow! Mm. Ow! I don't. I don't actually don't like this. The, I don't like it. What? And it has to be so a scented I, candle for it to work. The Egyptians used scented wax. That's not the same thing as a candle. Like the wax was. Kind of, it wasn't I'm boiling. I'm fifty percent there. Okay, I've got half of it. I'll get the other half another time. Oh, okay. Bye. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a random lady who came in here and melted a little bit of wax on my back, and it it was uh, strange. And uh, if anyone is out there looking for a weird lady to have a threesome with, she's in our lobby right now at the Red Curb Studios. Uh, so. Um, Antiperspirant actually uh, keeps you from sweating. Uh, it's not the same thing as a deodorant. A deodorant is actually something that just covers up the smell. It's like a fragrant uh, polish for your stink. And antiperspirant is actually a chemical reaction that plugs up your uh, your sweat glands. And so they serve two different. Per- hey, hey, whoa! Are you talking about me in here? Uh, I don't know. It, you, I uh, heard over the radio waves you were talking about deodorant. Uh, no, no. You know never. the you know the the, the Aesop fable about the ant and the grasshopper, and the ants he's working all the time, waiting for the winter, and the grasshopper's like, ah, oh, f that. 
I yeah, ain't doing right? it. I'm the other aunt. You're the you're the other I'm, aunt, the, I'm like the, the lazy aunt. I'm the uh, uh, I'm the aunt who knows the guy who knows the guy. Grasshopper comes over to me. I bring a couple six <laughs> six kneecaps of the winner aunt, and then we live in high. I feel like you guys already won, right? Because at the end of the well, table, that's what I thought we were winning. And then I hear people talking about the other aunt. No. And I'm like, oh, people know someone needs to bust a few more kneecaps. You know what I'm saying? Do, Tony, the other ants coming into the radio station. Do, uh, do, this is not a radio station. This is a theater with some podcast studios in it. But uh, uh, I'm glad you stopped by. I'm the, You're very good on a microphone for being a little ant. I'm very close on it. Yeah, you the are. Pop I barely saw you come in. I'm very small, but I get ferocious in a kneecap. It takes okay, me well, a you couple. Know what? Okay, I mean, you are tiny, and, and uh, you seem ferocious. And it, it, I didn't seem even know, ferocious. I didn't even know grasshoppers had kneecaps, but now I'm curious. They got several. I mean, not anymore. They don't. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I, I understand that you have assaulted many grasshoppers is what I'm hearing. So uh, I don't know. Why don't you try to break my kneecap? Well, break one kneecap. Give me about 10 minutes to get over to your lap. <laughs> okay, in about All 10 right. minutes, I'll wait, hop- I'll wait for you. I'm going to keep going with my story. All right, I'm crawling. Hope this no sugar cubes in the way. I might get distracted. You know what I'm saying? That would make sense. This is distraction. So while uh, the other ant is on the way over to try to break my kneecap, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about uh, antiperspirants and deodorants. And so one is classified as an over-the-counter medication drug. That's the antiperspirant because it uses chemicals to clog up your sweat glands. And then uh, the other one, deodorant, is classified as a cosmetic because it's just sort of like a perfume for your smelly parts. So now Where that you've that guy? Where's the kneecap? Are you the guy? I break a kneecap. Ow! Yeah. Ow! It sent me, man. Why? What? How does he even call people like you? I'm the new guy. I'm the murder hornet. It's not going to look good for you. Oh, ow, I can feel it swelling up. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't realize these guys were in cahoots. Yep. Bust him up again, Frankie. You got it. Can I kill him? Can I kill him? No, That's what no, I do. I no, murder. No, Please no, let me I kill him. Tell the Please let me kill him. I didn't do anything. I'm not a grasshopper. Oh. oh, God. Guys, I've never been so abused in my life by insects. I'm going to try to muscle through the pain here and get through the rest of the show, but that murder hornet did a number on my knee. And I'm glad he didn't sting me. He just kind of whacked me with a tiny little stick, but it did hurt. I mean, it is swelling a little bit. And that ant's still coming for me, so. Um, eight I'm, minutes. Okay, good. Uh, I still got eight minutes. If that motherfucker comes over here. I might just, uh, well, I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait and see what he can do. All right, here's the, uh, here's the deal. So now that you know the difference between the two, I'm going to tell you about specifically who invented them. Guess what? Uh, deodorant? Nobody knows. It was uh, actually invented by an inventor in Philadelphia in, uh, and uh, marketed uh, out of Philadelphia. But uh, it was just a cream, a substance called mum and you wiped it into your armpits or also it was marketed for your feet that uh, basically made your parts continue uh, to uh, be fresh. They wouldn't be smelly and so that was introduced at the end of the 19th century uh, and that was the first deodorant. It was a waxy cream, it was a zinc oxide and it killed, it basically killed bacteria so that you didn't smell. So what sweat is and why your armpits... Oh, you there, sir. You look like you're in the market for a new elixir. Ah, uh, of course. I'm Penny P. Philadelphia here on my 
Did you say Penius P? Penius P. Not Phineas. There's no H. It's like Penius. It's Penius. Is your name Penius P? It's spelled like Penius, but it's pronounced Penius. <laughs> okay, it's still spelled. Get it right, But the man. way with your accent, it still sounds like you're saying, I'm Penis P. Hey, let me get off this horse-drawn cart and we can hear each other a little better and not confuse our name's genitals. I can't believe you, I don't even know how you got that horse-drawn cart in the door. But... I stole it from another man. Okay, well, that sounds like a, something yeah, an elixir a... salesman would do. I am Penius P. Philadelphia, and I've come Where's searching for- Where's my cart? Where's my cart? Somebody took my cart. Shh, be quiet, so, be quiet, be quiet. I can't be quiet. Be quiet. I, just, I gotta whisper. Yeah, has yeah. anyone seen my cart? Hello, anyone? Yeah. Anyone? This penis guy stole it. Penis. Penis. Penis P stole it. That's me. I'm pen- penis Pete. You're penis. 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 Your penis Pete. Okay. Is that why you couldn't fend off this guy from <laughs> stealing your cart? Looking for my didn't penis. Have, didn't have a penis. You know, it's just a coincidence our names were that familiar. I only <laughs> had to change a few letters on the sign here. Now scram, <laughs> penis. Oh, man. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna sell me some sort of elixir? I'm gonna scram. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm like deeply concerned about how this elixir is concocted. No concern necessary, my young man. It's Did concocted with zinc con? oxide. I need one. Did no. someone say no? Oh, shit. <laughs> no. Hey, scram! Smash! Sploosh! Oh man, he just uh, splashed penniless with his concocted elixir. What's it right. supposed to do? See, it repels milk toast young gentlemen, and it also <laughs> increases your glandular output. Ooh. Got zinc oxide. We have candle wax inside, some wolf's bane, and uh, 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 an assortment of other natural and artificial goods. Oh, man. Look at this person. Look at penis list. Now, what can I do look to have? Uh, how many look bottles at it, can it I sign It looks like he's growing for? a penis. Oh, I feel something. Yeah, describe it as it comes out. Watch it work in process. It, it feels like a lump, sort of. Like a very small pe- pimple. Oh, I God. Can, I, I can feel it growing inside. See, oh, it turns it's... the penniless into the penniest of pennies. Penny. <laughs> pe- penis. Penis. <laughs> it turns the penniless, the penisless, the penniless into the, into the penises. Oh, my God. Look at that. So I, how many bottles can I sign you up I'd like none, because the way he described it as a pimple growing inside, I would prefer my penis to grow on the outside. Well, more p- more penises for the rest of us. <laughs> Get out of here. On Silver <laughs> Flush. Silver <laughs> Flush is the name of that horse. Silver Flush. All right, so Mom was the name of that original deodorant. It was a waxy cream zinc oxide. You spread it on your armpits with your hand. And uh, and that's what became banned deodorant later on in the 1940s. Uh, it's same company, uh, still marketing Mom. But then a lady named Helen Barnett Disserens joined the Mom team. And she suggested that they deliver the deodorant different than your fingers. Uh, the ballpoint pin had just been created a few years prior. And they created an applicator for this deodorant based off the ballpoint pin. Gentlemen, gentlemen, this is Helen here. Oh, it's Helen. Yes. Wow, you are looking stunning yeah. for 2020. No, well, if you if you're here for the meeting for how to deliver the new the new mum uh, deodorant, step right in. Uh, yeah. The, the application. <laughs> now, as we all know, settle down. Settle down. Settle down. As we all know, the fingers uh, don't work. Ask my husband. Anyway. <laughs> 
Is your husband happen to be named uh, Penisless Pete? Have you seen him? <laughs> he was out running after his horse cart that yes. got stolen. Yeah. Haven't heard of him for 30 years. Been the best 30 years of my life. Okay. Anyway, so the fingers are unreliable. They can't do much. Now, the nose is much better. However, there's a new thing we have. It's called a ballpoint pen. Yeah, that's okay. not new. <laughs> not in 2020. Okay, but we'll go on with this. Twenty. So it's a ballpoint pen. You, you, you're going to stop a woman and explain to her what she's doing wrong. Ah, I see what's happening here already. I have an idea, and it's being shot down. Well, if we're going by 1940s rules, then yes, I will tell you to shut up. <laughs> no, no. Go on. So, so you, inject, yeah. you inject the goo into the pen, and then you stab yourself with the pen and click. And then the goo goes inside. So you have to actually penetrate your skin with a ballpoint pen? Yes. You think human beings Penetration are going to... is all I'm hoping for, and this is what I have... <laughs> Get I'm... out, Helen. <laughs> I'm sorry you've I had a loveless, pleasureless marriage. But now, hold on. Penny, penisless is growing a penis. It, it wasn't a penis. It, it was just, it was a regular pimple. I got a, oh, God. I, got, oh, I did not want to know distracted. that. I, that Now I'm doubly glad oh. I didn't buy that nee. guy. No Pim- refunds, remember. Son of a- On Silver Flush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're done with that round of things. Uh, so, um, uh, the first deodorant was mum, and it became ban roll-on deodorant. I think we are all familiar with ban deodorant, and uh, and that lady is the one who created the roll-on stick. But uh, uh, hey, hey, Will, what? It's your mom. I just want to check in on you at work. <sighs> mom, I just I wish you wouldn't bother me. I, I just, you know I I'll come I over. Wanted, I just want to poke my head in through the door and say you're doing a great job, sweetie. Thank you. You sound different than normal. You've never called me sweetie. Sweet, honey. Well, it's your dad. You're a disappointment. Love you. That sounds like dad. He didn't mean that. (laughs) Don't worry, honey. He didn't mean that last part. He does not love you. (laughs) Thanks, mom. Wow. Did you just come here to insult me and undermine my confidence and... Oh, no, we wanted to see you work in action. So we'll just wait here by the door. We can be quiet. Maybe give you some pointers from time to time. Yeah, came to watch your stand-up. Oh God, Dad! No, your joke. little skit things I know, that you do. Um, I know you're not interested in that sort of thing. Don't cele- understand. Are you gonna have any celebrities on this time? Uh, no, no. This what happens is we have uh, people pop you in. You should get that Shamar Moore on. He's he's a handsome fella. Yeah, who? Shamar Moore. He's on Criminal Minds. <laughs> I didn't know you. He used to be a Criminal Minds star. Wow, you are really. Are you? Uh, How's it going with dad? How's it going with dad? Things are going fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm home most of the day. He's out most of the day. See each other for dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's the way you guys prefer it? Oh, yeah, pref- that's, <laughs> that's marriage. Yeah, that's, uh, that's life. We're the happiest life couple. To, yep. we're, I'm told we're the happiest couple that could ever be seen. She tells me we're happy. Okay, good. Mom and Dad, just hang out over there. You're okay. welcome to right. watch. Close to Flockhart coming by. I heard she was in a couple weeks ago. Dad, you don't need... <laughs> no. talking about that Callista Flockhart. Callista Flockhart would have no interest in you, Dad. <sighs> he doesn't okay. look at me anymore. 
Yeah, I got the feeling that that was the case. Your obsession with the Criminal Minds actor. Uh, so, uh, what I do want to talk about, though, is let's let's rewind a little bit. So we talked about that mum deodorant. And so that wasn't really how deodorant became popular. Deodorant and antiperspirant became popular in the early 20th century uh, with a lady named Edna Murphy. And so Edna Murphy's dad, Dr. Abraham Murphy, created this anti antiperspirant uh, liquid that he would use on his hands. He was a surgeon, so it would prevent him from having sweaty hands on the surgery table. And she realized that this liquid that he created was also good to prevent sweating in the armpits. And so she uh, originally made the uh, the first uh, antiperspirant, commercialized antiperspirant that kept you from sweating. Um, in the early 1900s and so what she did was she actually was the first one to market it well even though at first it didn't go so well uh, she couldn't get people to buy into the idea that they needed antiperspirant that they needed deodorant to begin with because people were used to have not, not talking it was sort of like a Victoria era uh, kind of mentality during that time. People were used to not talking about bodily fluids. Uh, people were used to not talking about things that were shameful. And men were used to just being able to be musky men. And so uh, she had to create a reason for people to want antiperspirant. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Let's, mm. um, let's talk about some things that we don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll let... Uh, I'm sorry? Yeah. Yes. Uh... Are you uh, uh, some sort of, what are you, a roving counselor or something? Oh, I see what you're doing. You're turning the questions on me, trying to change the subject. No, this is you about... You seem defensive. This is about you. This is about the things that you don't want to talk about. Yeah, you're not supposed to tell you don't ask questions to the therapist in yeah. group therapy. Well, this was not the room assigned for group therapy today. I don't know why you guys are uh, here. Yeah, we have this one for the we hour. We are constantly... Everyone is constantly in therapy mm. all the time. Mm. Yes. That's, Again, you seem very that defensive. That seems like about, you're just saying like about why you're not. Hey, here. Hey, hey, no, he's a first timer. We can uh, mm. let him. We can, yeah, you know, any, let him off. There's something that you I, you want to talk about. But yes, I do. I want to talk about. I want to talk about deodorant and antiperspirant. Mm. Like for the, like, the next how about twenty more minutes. Like your mother, father. I'm sure there's <sighs> a lot there. There that needs to get unpacked. I had good. Mo- I had good mom and dad. I don't really? know. I feel like something's going on. I feel on. like they're just outside, and uh, they came in and talked about uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, they did. They talked about I, they're weird. I feel like maybe their their sex life is off, but I, I, there's neither here nor there mm. to me. Like that does not affect me in one way or another. Well, I mean, it kind of made you so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all that needed to happen, right? And so after that point, I don't need to be involved in whatever delinquency is happening there. Well, you, you keep kind of talking about it, so I think you might have some problems. Uh, you asked me to talk very, about very very good point here. Yeah, you can't seem to drop it. Well, I'm gonna level with you. I was here with my therapist, and I got kind of lonely, so I thought we might. Uh, uh, turn it into a group session. Okay. I mean, what do we? What What do you want me to talk about? I talk about my mom and dad. I think my mom is having erotic fantasies about a Criminal mind star. Uh, this is the first I've ever heard of it, and I don't know why she had to impart that information on me. Oh, which one is it? Matthew Greg Goobler? Uh, <laughs> no. Is it the guy who played Greg and Dom and Greg? <laughs> I don't know is anything it about Shamar Kirby. Moore. Yeah, is that's it, the oh, one yeah, I remember because it sounds mm-hmm. like Mandy, like Mandy some Patenko? more. Ooh. He's a very nice guy. Is Joe Montana? No, I don't. I think it's the Shamar Moore one. Oh, okay. 
She said he was a handsome man. She was really into mm. him. And you know what? At, at their age, and my dad didn't seem to be bothered by it, you know? Well, do you think he's a handsome man? Who, my dad? No, Shamar Moore. I don't even know who the, I honestly don't know. Missing out. You can't <laughs> seem to not talk about it. It's, it's well, you asked very, me to talk about it, so I, now it's a problem actually, that I'm talking I, about I it? I really didn't ask you to talk about it. You, you did. You said, to, you said, what's the you problem? You talk about he's it. And that's the problem. And that's, that's what you talked about. You guys, fuck you guys. Fuck both of you guys. I didn't <laughs> want to talk. I want to talk about antiperspirant you and deodorant. You can't seem Write to down not. resistant to treatment in his file, doctor. Get out of here. cannot stop talking about fucking. No, I will get. No, I can. I can. I can. I can stop. I'll prove it. Here. So, Edna Murphy founded this company, and she called her antiperspirant odorono odorono that's exactly but it's spelled o-d-o-r-o-n-o so uh it's just like odor oh no and it was a red liquid that you were supposed to apply to your armpits two to three times a week on like before you go to bed and then dust them in talcum powder and this was to uh basically keep you from sweating which prevents sweat which prevents bacteria breaking down which creates the odor in your arms and so she had to go figure out how to sell this tonic, this Odorono, to people. And she was the first one to figure out that she had to have a great marketing scheme. And this, this lady was from Cincinnati. And so she hired uh, a marketing company to market Odorono. And uh, this guy was named uh, Webb. And uh, he, was, he used to be a door-to-door Bible salesman. Uh, but then uh, quickly turned his uh, knack for salesmanship into marketing. Ah, yes. I remember those days. (laughs) Door to door, selling Bibles. It was the high time of my life. Really? Thanks to the Lord. Oh, yeah. You uh, you a big religious guy? No, no, no. No, no, truth be told, I'm kind of an atheist, but the (laughs) Bible itself... So many be- people believe in it. Why were you so good at? Yeah, why were you so good at selling the Bible? Oh, you just simply listen to what people say and and just hear them out, and then you you give them a reason how the the Bible can provide for them. Oh, really? So you knew the Bible that well that you could easily? I don't even have to really know anything about the Bible. Right, I just need to I, know about the person. Can I? What, what's troubling you? Well, fine young I'll tell sir? you. I'll tell you uh, that uh, I I just had a counseling session and discovered that uh, apparently um, I have a little bit of a defensive obsession with uh, my parents and their love life right now. My mom likes uh, Sharma Marmo. Or something from uh, uh, Criminal Minds. Yes. What was his name? What, yes. What, I don't know who that actor is. Do you know is. who else had a defensive relationship with his parents? Who? Jesus. <laughs> Which yes. ones? The Jesus guy. He's yeah, in the Bible. He sure is. Yes. <laughs> He's the main character. Yeah. Could you believe he... He probably fought with his, much like his father. You fought with your father. Which father are you talking about? See, that's where he he has the relationship. He has two fathers. Yeah, right. Do you think they got along all the way? Do you think there was some animosity growing there? I'm sure there was. It's in the Bible. Yeah, but this wasn't about my father. This is more about my mom. Just, I don't know, maybe I'm uncomfortable with her fantasizing about uh, the Criminal Minds actor. Is there anything about Jesus' mom? There are many criminals in the Bible. Yeah. Also, there's a mom, and there's minds abound. If I were to read Corinthians 20, chapter 2, you would find that there would be some type of correlation. But don't let me do that here. Can can you just flip to that and tell me what it is? 
You're going to do it? Mm, yes. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what it says, but I can see here that it does apply to you. <laughs> Specifically. So, yes. Corinthians. So if you were to buy this What Bible, the fuck is this? On my knee. I finally made it. Say goodbye to your kneecap, chuckle fuck. Do it. Ah, do it. Tink, the, the plague tink, tink, happened in the Bible. Tink, tink, tink. Dude. This tiny hammer's going to put a hairline fracture so bad, you won't be able to walk without a tiny twinge you, of pain. You know, you know what's actually happening is you're actually tink, reducing tink, the swelling for the murder hornet. It's actually sort of like a tiny little massage. Ah, drat. Thanks, man. I'm going to cheese it. Pew. Did someone say reduce the swelling? Because my penis has been reduced to nothing. Uh, hey, uh, penisless man? Yeah. Penisless Pete? Yep. Um, we actually saw your, I guess maybe your former wife, Helen, earlier. And uh, she was interested in you, but said that apparently that it was just a pimple, that the elixir just splashed a pimple into you and it wasn't anything different. Oh, God. Helen, I miss her so much. Uh, yeah. Well, she's actually around here somewhere if you want to go chase her. <laughs> It might help if I found the penis first. Yeah, you should find a penis first before you find her. Uh, so, Odorono. Oh, what? Is that silver? Is that silver flush? Uh, hello? It's me, Shamu. It appears like it sounds like I have a lot of friends here. The whale? The whale. Wow. From SeaWorld. Oh, man. Shamu, I'm so glad you're out of SeaWorld. I heard that they're keeping you captive there. I broke out. Oh, it's like a free willy situation. You free Shamu. <laughs> cool. Well, why are you here? I, sounds like I have a lot of friends. Here, but what? I was never on criminal mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now we're I think you've misheard us. I know that whales can hear for miles and miles, and I, I, I guess maybe the way I said Shamamu or whatever sounded like Shamu, but that's not. I heard you were looking for. <laughs> hey, guys. Did I hear someone wants a sham well? I got one. No, Vinny, get out of here. Oh, okay. I'll just, I got a prostitute in the back. I'll head back. Have her bite off the other ear. Oh, okay, Shamu, no, uh, I'm sorry that you came all Can this way. Can you roll me back to SeaWorld? Uh, my mom and dad can. They actually love helping uh, that way. Like okay. when people are need. Mom, dad, can you help? Can you roll Shamu out of here? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You want us to do your work for you. That's he, my son. All right, we'll do. I think he's in danger. Yeah, thanks, mom and dad. So, Odorono started being marketed really well to women, and this guy, James Webb. He uh, created this campaign that was basically insulting to women. They had to create a need for women to believe they needed it, uh, this antiperspirant. And so essentially this advertising campaign in the late 19, like 1919. Uh, now, why don't yes. you do, imagine a world in which you come home from work and your wife has dinner ready, your slippers ready, and goop to put under your armpits. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's That's the, what I'm gonna give you. It's the Twilight with Zone with this chalky dust. Oh. Hi, I'm James Webb. Oh, James Webb, host of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, I was in the running. I auditioned for it. No way! You sounded just like the guy who ended up getting it. Well, I'm coming back to advertising. 
to yeah. give you a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Tell us about how and why this uh, campaign worked so well with women, even really though it was insulting into, to women. It trapped into the, uh, tapped into the psychological phenomenon known as sexism. <laughs> yeah. Now, we all know that uh, uh, women in the 1940s had tiny peanut brains, hence why they had to work so hard to vote, get themselves uh, to get uh, a bunch of women together to equal up to one man uh, in order to <laughs> what? vote. Uh, this is like three kids in a trench coat situation? Uh, three women in a trench coat, which is actually less of a person than three children in a trench coat. <laughs> oh, no. You sound like a terrible person, dude. Uh, I'm very old, and it was okay back then. Yeah, well, it's not okay now. This is just... Uh, That's why I'm here in advertising, to make sexism okay again. Oh, no. Well, we are sort of in a situation in the last several years where it kind of felt like it was. You're welcome. No, no, I do not. If you are responsible for that. It looks like that, my job here is done. Oh, God. Have okay. a great day. Yeah, I hope it is done. Bye, Odobam. Uh, so this guy, uh, Odorono, marketed this, and he basically told women that if they stink, they could never attract a man. And uh, if they that's exactly right. If they stink, they were being talked about behind their back. And so it was, it was kind of the first time ever in uh, in marketing and advertising where they used kind of this social fear to inspire people to buy a product and so he created this whole thing this whole fear that never really existed before people never really thought they needed it in fact they thought there were health concerns with clogging up your pores and that it was irritating sometimes this uh these products but he made it feel made women feel like they were being gossiped about and that they were horribly unattractive and smelly to men and that's why they were alone and so the sales went up like 152%, even though every woman told him that they hated him. Hey, 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 hey. yeah. Hey, uh, Mark Zuckerberg here. Hey. Oh, yeah. Wow, the founder of uh, and yeah. CEO yeah. of Facebook. Oh, oh, that too. Sure. Yeah. That's what are you, yeah. why are you, why are uh, you? I heard you talk about social fear. Started that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it's, it, you, le you leverage on a daily basis people's insecurities in order to commercialize uh, their uh, human uh, commodity. Well, that's just, a, that's just kind of like a byproduct, mostly just want to. But I also let people know uh, other, if other people are in a relationship. Oh, yeah? yeah. Yep. That's all you wanted to do? Yep. Well, it feels like you're using <laughs> human beings as... Cattle, basically, as oh, a, as yeah. as the product in order to sell advertising. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's their thing. trust it's me. I watched one documentary on this one time on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, and I think I know. Oh, what I'm about. that one. <laughs> that was only like ninety nine percent true. <laughs> now I heard that you actually originally started Facebook because you got out of a relationship that that Facebook was inspired, so <laughs> you could not only track that. A woman, but also <clears throat> find new women. No, no, no. It's not because of a woman. That is not why that happened. Why? It's because I, I was penislessness at the time. <laughs> okay, get out. I'm tired of these penisless men coming in here. Hey, hey Willie. Yeah. Uh, it's mom again. I just saw a, a, new, a news article on my Facebook feed mm -hmm. saying that if I go vote, I'm going to, I'm going to 
have my penis fall off. And Mom, now, Willie, I know, a- I know, I don't have one, but I read it online, so it still can't be good. No, you did, but it's not true. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of misinformation floating around social media. Don't click on those articles. They're probably hackers trying to get your get in your account or track you or something. Just don't believe that stuff. All right, Mom. I would don't listen to him. I voted all the time, and look what's happened. Look at that guy, Willie. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't talk. You can't use penisless Pete as the example to prove this point. This is one man. If I can't trust just, my own eyes, what can I trust? Why are you looking at penisless Pete in the first place? Because Shamar Moore's not in the room. <laughs> Get out. Nah, you nah. guys are disgusting. So to wrap this up here, it was Edna Murphy who first actually commercialized and and made appealing the idea of wearing deodorant through the help of James Webb Young's marketing campaign. And James Webb Young went on to be uh, this huge marketer because he was able to create this problem and this fear in Se- women and then sexism. eventually men. Yeah, you, you leverage sexism. I created sexism. Yes, you did. Thank you. And uh, it was able to get uh, deodorant and antiperspirant uh, off the ground. And now it's a uh, like a $70 billion a year industry that still thrives today. Thanks to Edna Murphy and uh, our own social insecurities about potentially being smelly and lonely. I'm lonely because I don't have a penis. Yes, we know. Oh, wait a minute. I have a vagina. I was wrong this whole time. You were just been a girl. Son of a... Oh my god, and that's fine. But also, you might want to check your armpits. Please get out of my. Please get out of this room. Why should I check my armpit? Oh wait. Oh god, are you telling me if I if I smell, I'll never get a man. I'll never be attractive. See, it's working. Oh, god. <laughs> it's working. This is horrendous, and that is the actual true history and origins of deodorant and antiperspirant. Uh, Kind of dark, kind of bizarre. And thank you very much for listening to Distraction. I've been Will. Performers today were Matt Kirchhoff hey. and Taylor Dane. And thank you so much. Uh, continue to support Red Curb Comedy. Go to patreon.com slash Comedy and join one of our tiers. Help us keep our theater. We're still trying to work through this pandemic. We're still not doing live shows. Uh, we hope to keep the building until we can. And so go to patreon.com slash Comedy or redcurbcomedy.com to make a donation. And uh, we will be back again next week with who knows what. Bye. Distraction. Distraction. Da-da-da-da-da, distraction! Da-da-da-da-da, distraction, distraction! Red Curve! Red Curve Comedy Network.